Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Yo, what's up? It's Breva. I am Dabbing Washington Artists, and like I'm the artist this week. Super cool. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram, on, I'm on Spotify, I'm all, it's all B-R-V-T-H-A, and like, that's it. I'm mad high. The links are below, but when people do this, I never know where the below is, but they, they're down there. Feel me? Also, if you've seen during this, they're still on a tooth, alright, it's a tooth gym, alright, it's, they're really cool in the sunlight. Alright, my wife does them, that sounds super husbandy, but like, check them out, alright? Her link is also down there. Again, I don't know where I'm pointing. So... It's good. Thank you for like tuning in. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a black sparrow, an ice cream cake, and a sensei star. And we will round out the session with a kush mince, a god's gift, and a guava cake. So thank you for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Michael May, a.k.a. Brother. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks thank for coming you out for here. having me. For sure, man. Are you uh, ready to get stoned with us? Bro, I've never even seen this thing, so like, I'm so excited to just keep it. <laughs> this is wild. Man, it gives, a, it gives a great like flavor profile, too. So, I mean, you're really going to taste all the all the oils we've got. <laughs> all right, yeah. All um, right, so speaking of, the first one we got going on here is uh, Black Sparrow. Black Sparrow is a hard-hitting indica known for its tangy citrus flavor and tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked and with the munchies. We scored a gram of this high terp sugar diamonds at an amazing shop on Broadway in Everett. So the first thing we like to ask everybody when they come through here is, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Okay, so boom. I only write, not only write music, like the best music music I put out is like written when I'm like super sad. And like, I'm like super happy during the day because like you focus on everything. But like when it's nighttime and like she sleep, I'm like, man, I gotta like, write this out because I'm super sad so I get really sad but if I just sad and write music it'll just sound like crying so like I'll smoke weed and I'll be like alright yeah it's, we can we can make this work so are you, are you uh, do you like gravitate more towards indicas oh yeah indicas. I, I kind of had a feeling because yeah. of the, the lo-fi and all that stuff yeah, but like I, I definitely had an indica vibe on yeah. you but. no when I'm cleaning though like definitely smoke a blunt just like get it out bang it out like that's good but like indica when I'm just like every other time like that's that's it and uh, do you feel like uh, different strains will set a different mood for you? And like, do you feel like it'll affect how your sound come comes out at the time? Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I feel like if I'm smoking sativa, it's more of like a even if it's like a sad song, the pitches will come out kind of high. It's like, I want to like, sing like a high note. Like, let's do this. But like, oh, it's like more like you. It's like you know, be smooth and like mysterious. All right. So for the second dab, we have ice cream cake. Ice cream cake is an indica-dominant strain known for its rich terpene profile of vanilla and sugar cane and tendencies to leave the smoker calm and euphoric. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop in Bothell Everett Highway in Everett. That's perfect. Hell yeah. That's a good dab right there. That, that was a little exactly. more adventurous than your first one. Hey. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like that. Okay, I'm getting the hang of it now. <laughs> uh, for our second question here, uh, how has living in Washington influenced your sound? Oh, man. That's a hard question to answer. Only because, like, 
I don't, I don't know. So, boom. Okay, so the mood of Washington, like, the vibe I get, like, personally from here is just, like, this, like, somber, like, futuristic place. Like, it's just, like, this place that, like, the more futuristic in the way people think. Like, mm-hmm. when you go other places, like, you go to Texas or you go to Atlanta or you go to California, it's not that they're not forward-thinking or anything like that. It's just that, like, there's nothing that you can say in Seattle that not only one person but a group of people won't find, like, out the way. Like, you can be like, I believe in dragons. <clears throat> Say in California, there's like a hundred people who believe that. They're like, okay, you're cool. Actually, we can be friends. Let's talk about it. In Seattle, there's like a thousand, two thousand, a Facebook page and like a Spotify podcast. <laughs> that is true. Like, that is and true. it's like, no matter what you say, no matter who you are, no matter what you identify as, it's like there's something here for you. And like, not only that, but a group of people here for you. And like, so like that vibe kind of like makes it easier to like write music. Like, there's some things that I like can say now, or like feel comfortable saying in my music that I wouldn't necessarily say because like as a musician or even as like someone who does what you do like you have to think about how your content is going to be perceived by the people who you sure not your fans like possible fans you know it's like but here is like somewhere I'm like man I could really say that I could feel insecure I feel sad right now because like these people vibe with it right on man um so we're getting kind of near the halfway point here um and so we're gonna go with our uh, next one here is a sensei star which is a hybrid indica (laughs) oh Sensei Star is an indica-dominant hybrid known for its cerebral and physical high that comes on in waves. We grabbed a gram of this sauce at a dispensary on Evergreen Way in Everett. Nice. That's good too. These are good dabs. I'm officially high, so like... you? You have a new EP, uh, The Saddest Hours, uh, yes. coming out soon. Uh, what can you tell us about it? It's um, it's been oh, fuck, it's All been right. a long time coming to make it because I originally had the idea. It wasn't supposed to be an album; it was supposed to be a short film because like I do like cinematography and stuff too. Oh, like, cool! Uh, super low key. I've only like helped on short films. I want to make my own. But, like this was like the first time I was like, oh, I got the team, I got the money, and I'm gonna make this short film. But anyways, the idea was supposed to be a short film. It was supposed to be like. This premise is just super long and like whatever. But that originally stopped happening and I would just be up, up all the time. And um, then I was like, man. So at first, the saddest hours was supposed to be like this concept of like, there's a time of day, like, no matter what time of day it is, that like you just feel down. Like, and it's really unexplainable. It really just happens to people. And it's like, some, sure. some people it's the morning, some people it's night, you know? And I was like, it was kind of like the cornerstone at those point of days. And like, it's like kind of like that. And then, like, once again, living life and kind of maturing, da 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 I kind of, like, noticed, like, I'd be up, like. And, like, you don't really notice you're up until, like, it's late. Like, you don't notice, like, oh, I've been up for a long time until it's, like, 3, 4 o'clock. Because, like, because, like, if they start hearing the bird outside, you're like, oh, shit. Because, like, realistically, you're up from, like, what, 7, 6 o'clock in the morning to, like, 10 o'clock at night. And you're never, like, oh, I've been up for a long time. But, like, when it's, like, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you're, like, oh, man, I've been up. So it's just like, I don't know, and like certain times I would just realize it was different times. And like, I'm like, man, that's like really, I'm, I'm always like sad during these times. So I'm like, yo, I literally went to Twitter and I was just like, oh, the saddest hours, da, 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 da. I'm like, a lot of people were like, it was like a, a, a hashtag. So people had like had the same phenomenon. I'm like, yeah, like, da, da, da. And then I went to like this Reddit message board and like tried to find when these times were. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there was just so much different answers. I was just like, I'm going to call it myself. So it's just like, from 11 to 6 is like 
those hours that you're just up and you're just like, oh, I'm sad, my divorce, my kids, my job, my whatever, whatever it is. Bro. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like, that's just like, that's something that's on your mind until you go to sleep and like. So moving on here, we have the half, halfway point with some Kush Mints. Kush Mints is a well-balanced hybrid with a robust terpene profile, a sharp mint, and earthy coffee. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway in Bothell. Yeah. Yeah. I like the taste of that. That's good. You put that in a bottle. <laughs> right? For real. All right. So, yes. uh, in addition to your singing and songwriting, uh, you're a photographer, uh, as you mentioned before. Um, do you tend to be inspired by the same subject matter when it's photography as when it's music, or are they kind of more separate expressions? When I was a kid, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, you know, on the freeway, and you're like in the backseat, and your parents are driving, yeah. and you pretend like this is like a dragon following you or some shit like that. It was always a dude running for me. From me too. Yeah. It was like a wolf thing. Yeah, but like, a dude okay. running. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So like, I, so like, things like that. Like, bro, like taking a picture of just like from the backseat of a car, like just like that, just like fighting, right? Just like someone in the backseat of a car, just like while it's going on a freeway, just like those kind of things are fire because it's like you can make them look aesthetically pleasing, yeah, but like you also feel something like. You'll look at that freeway and be like, oh, shit, you when I was a kid. Now you have this whole, like, train of thought that you have and you share it with your boyfriend or girlfriend who you're, like, mad about, like, you're mad, had a fight with. Now you're, like, you're so happy about this, you can talk to them about it. It's like, ah, oh, it's from this fucking picture from, like, this Instagram post that, like, it doesn't matter. I don't even know this guy's music, whatever. But it's just, like, I have a good day and I have something to, like, talk to my significant other about. Because That's it's, cool. It's like, you know, it's like, it's a, it's like, yeah. But same thing with the music, though. It's like, you know. Well, wow. you totally, you had mentioned that uh, that you're, you had had that project. The EP was supposed to be a uh, music video yeah. project. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I imagine that at the very least during that one, you're definitely got to be either thinking either <laughs> the music first or the photography or the images first. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, like, how did that process go? Like, I mean, did you, like, when you were at least were still thinking about doing um, that It was more like the soundtrack for the movie. I was like, all these scenes. Like, you know how, like, the best montage scenes have like it's like oh it's the the montage is what it's great but like the song is what makes a montage for me totally you know like if uh -huh. they're just like an ass song playing over your montage like even if the montage is cool and you're genuinely gaining some knowledge in an appropriate amount of time where as a movie goer be like okay i can't really talk shit about this movie because like it seems about right it's like two years worth of time and now he knows karate and the song was fire like i can believe all this happened but when it's like we have to kill him in seven days and it's like a three-day montage and fucking Kesha is playing over it. It's like, I, I don't believe that you learned karate in three days while listening to Kesha. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense to me. So, like, it's, it was like that. So, it was like, if all these scenes needed a song, like, what would it be? And then it started off that. And, like, the songs have, like, the list has gone up and down like so many times. But, like, it was like, if this scene had a song to it, what would the song be? So, it was like, that's how I kind of... So, uh... For our fifth dab of the evening, we've got yes. God's Gift. Oh, nice. God's Gift is an indica-dominant hybrid with a tasty and unique blend of grapes and lemons, and is known for its cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker feeling euphoric and dreamy. We found a gram of this live resin at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling after five there? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we go. All right. So uh, <laughs> for our fifth question here, 
you utilize a lot of lo-fi beats, um, and the lo-fi music scene has been exploding in popularity yes. uh, over the past 20 years. Um, what are some of the challenges to writing lyrics to lo-fi music that you might not encounter with other types of music? Personally, I think that, like, people who make music don't be offended. I think that, like, like engineers and producers are, like, the bread and, like, butter of, like, music industry and, like, music in general. Like, I have seen people, like, literally, like, snap their fingers and say A on a track and seeing an engineer turn it into, like, some crazy, like, dubstep, crazy good song. Like, that was like, whoa. <laughs> and I've also seen people, like, just, like, kind of, like, who think they can sing, like, do really bad. And, like, there's, like, their girlfriend, the dude's an engineer, and he just makes it sound like Britney Spears and it's, like, crazy. So, like... That being said, I feel like the more, like, that side of it is the important side. So, I feel like beats are kind of, like, what makes the song. And, like, I feel like songs are written by the beats. Like, if you hear a drill beat or you hear, a, like, a like a soft beat or, like, a rock beat, you know what kind of song you're going to be expecting to hear. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because of just, just if the beat plays for three seconds, it doesn't matter how, like, I don't judge music. You're going to be able to grasp what kind of song you're probably going to hear. If it's the first totally. Song, so, like... With lo-fi, I think it's like it doesn't really like necessarily hinder me, but it does put you in a box because lo-fi it tends to be towards like a side of like droopy, like somber kind of beat, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to find like upbeat lo-fi things. And not hard, but like I just don't try to that hard. Well, well like, if you're even at lo-fi, I mean, you, you know, really needed to be. Up. You know, yeah. so it's like I just I think it's like for that it's like you're you're like you like are that genre of music that you're about to come with. It's already that genre of music, no matter what you want to say, because like. I'm not always that, you know. So like, right. it doesn't matter. So like, no matter what you're trying to say, it's gonna come off away because you know the beat that you're presenting. But at the same time, that's kind of like the working statement of what I'm doing here. So it's okay. So like, that's like the challenge I would say with lo-fi. Yeah. So uh, when you're coming up with lyrics and you're intentionally thinking, okay, this song is going to be on the quieter, chiller sort of you know, the side of things, so you can't, obviously you're not writing, like, angry lyrics where, you know, or yeah. at least none that, that can be expressed yeah, in, as uh, anger. As, yeah, like, as outright anger and yeah. all that stuff, so it's got to be kind of interesting, kind of keeping the emotions in check to uh, yeah. to what you're writing lyrically. Yeah, I think that's, like, the thing. It's, like, it's important in life, because, like, it's just anger is just super useless. Like, unless you're like, okay, so if you're like Genghis Kong and like you can command a horde of people to just kill people for you or like whatever you want done, what are you gonna do with your anger? Like, what what are you really gonna do? Like, when people, it's like so crazy. Like, people who like, you're a friend who like, they're not a fighter or they're not like, at least they're not an outwardly violent person. Like, mm-hmm. they'll break a lamp, but they won't like actually hurt a person. Sure. But like they will yell and scream like I'm gonna do I wanna fight you blah, 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 blah. it's just like almost the music because it's like bro what's going on right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like why are we doing this? So it's just like when we live in that world it's like anger can do nothing for you. Like your negative feelings can really do nothing for you unless they can do something for you. Like um I don't know recently if you've been keeping up on it, but J. Cole joined the African basketball league and like there was just like the top score of like after basketball he was like oh this american guy comes in and because like he has money he just can come in and just play this game there's people i know who've worked their whole lives and like they like can't like come here now because he did it he was only here for three games and he was like really ass at it and he was ass but like that was that and then like there's this other side of the bunch of these like rappers from like america that i've seen at least were just like oh 
Well, like at the end of the day, if you amass enough wealth for yourself and like you can do these things, you can pay these African basketball guys because it brings more attention to their league and like that's why you're allowed to do these things because you've worked and gained that massive wealth and like things for yourself. And like, I'm sorry, this is really a long thing. To say to say, when you have enough tenacity or determination for something, if you are a hateful person or a jealous person or an angry person, you could probably definitely do that. But if you're just like Cindy who works at like TJ Maxx and like you're like 20, what are you going to do with your anger? Like, what are you going to do with that? It's just, it's literally just going to make you feel bad. It's just going to make you feel bad. So like, if you can't do anything about it, it's like, just do something better, you know? Like, All right. So for our last one here, uh, we're at the end uh, and we've got some guava cake to celebrate it with. Guava cake is an indica-dominant strain known for its taste of sweet berries and cake batter and its tendency to leave the smoker creative and chatty. We scored a gram of this wax at a shop on 156th Avenue in Marysville. so much while asking this question, but uh, mental and emotional abuse are a contributing factor to a lot of mental health issues and uh, continuing toxic relationships. Your song, It's All My Fault, touches on this in a meaningful way. Um, in this instance, was it art imitating life or the other way around? Uh, no, that was definitely about like my last relationship and like my current one, but like, it wasn't about that in such a way, it's like, okay, so boom. Okay, so. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to like, word this properly, like in not the douchey like way of a child. I was with this person and she was very, not like, complete person. That's just as much as we all are or whatever. She had like one of herself. And, like, she refused to, like, you know, be better, you know, and just kind of focus on, like, these things have happened to me, or, like, I don't have these things available to me because of I didn't have these, so, you know, this person. <laughs> and I think it's a really important part of life to, like, acknowledge those things and, like, understand why you are because of those things, but it's also really important thing to, like, accept that that's what it is and, like, kind of, like, keep going because, like, if we all just like sat there on that and just kind of like didn't do anything and like didn't ever get a job or didn't do anything because just because we got a bad hand, we'd all just be homeless poor people. Like, <laughs> and um, I don't know, she just, she did not get that. So um, regardless of that, I just try to like do the thing. You know, you try to do the thing with your boyfriend, do the boyfriend thing. And like, it just leads to like a lot of like things where like, I don't know, like, you get made to feel like oh crazy like not gas yeah gaslit like ten thousand you know you get to make you feel like oh it's like you're not doing enough or like mm -hmm. it is your fault that some shit's happening or like no matter what on a Tuesday in Minneapolis is a car crash and like if she's upset about it that's your fault too and like you have to be okay with all these things because you can't just be having this argument of like it's not my fault it's your fault man if you love this person you just gotta like you want them to like do the thing kind of like. You just do the thing. Like, and I can see how after a while you start internalizing that, you yeah. know, so maybe it really is my fault, yeah. you know, and all that. Yeah, I totally understand. So, like, yeah, but <clears throat> that's the song. And, like, 
this is like how you're saying art imitating reality. The reality of it is, if you are in a relationship, toxic or not, it is your choice to be there. And the best is of ways. Finding that knowledge and having that, it gives you an opening. Mm-hmm. Not to necessarily get out, not to, but it gives you an opening of like, you can turn yourself from this victim, from this person who feels like they're, get, someone has the upper hand on them into someone who is not that. In whatever mm-hmm. way that kind of like takes form for you, you could do that. I just, I don't know. I feel like the biggest thing about like, like when people try to do that to you, it's like the power of like, they know that even if they don't know they're the awful person, like they know they're the person mm-hmm. doing this to you. Like regardless if it's like they spilled milk or they cheated on you, they know they did that. Mm-hmm. Now they have to make you believe that they didn't. And you know what I'm saying? So like, even if it works perfectly, the plan works perfectly, you think you're crazy and you're awful, mm-hmm. the person knows, you know? And um, I just feel like that's, I don't know, bro, what's going with that? Hi. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's that. It's like they know. And when, and when the thing is, when you have that knowledge for yourself, you like, it takes away that power. Like, so even if they do all these things, if you know and they know you know, it takes away that. It just takes it away and then things will change. I don't know what will happen because I'm not God. I'm not with you, but I, it will happen for you. And just like, I just feel like, um, I don't know. It's like getting in a car. Like, you know, like, there's like a lot. If me and you are friends and you pull up on me and you're like, hey, let's go for a ride. And we're from, we've been seen together before. We're known as friends. We get pulled over. You have a lot of cocaine in the backseat. We both get charged with that. Oh, yeah. You know? So, like, in that, in that reality, it's like getting in a car. So, like, if you're getting in a relationship with this person, even if this person pulls up and you're like, hey, I'm nice and I'm like great and like this, that, third, and basically they're awful and they want to do these things to you or whatever it is. When you get in that car, it's like the police pulling you over is when like you realize they're a toxic person, they're bad for you, they're beating you or whatever. That's like when the police pull you over and it's like, you cannot say to the police or I can't say to anyone in the situation that's as much cocaine in the car, like that I didn't do this. Or, like, he's not my friend or like he tricked me. Like none of that's going to matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in the case of the universe, the universe really doesn't care. So it's like when this happens, and like, you're like, oh, she cheated on me. And they're like, well, why aren't you at a Motel 6 or at your friend's house right now? It's like, because I love them or because of whatever reason that I have kids with them. That is what you're saying to the police officer, which is in this case, the universe. And like, the universe is going to tell you, like, we don't care. There's like cocaine in the trunk. So like, you have to come with us. <laughs> like, you have to come feel bad. And like, and in this sense, you like, we don't care that he, they, they tricked you. you. Like, you are here and I'm going to make you feel bad because you have, you're human and you have feelings. So no matter what you tell me, you're going to feel bad. <laughs> so, like, come with me to, like, feel bad, Joe. And then, like, that'll just where you'll be. But, like, the key to that prison is being, like, oh, okay, like, that's definitely my fault. I uh, I did that. Like, I contributed to the situation. I, like, dressed that day. I knew it was a weird blue day in the hood, and I wear blue with him, and I got in the car. There's just many things you can look at in the story that's, like, things that are your fault. And I feel like that's where you can probably, like, get better as a person and, like, get out of that jail and be like, oh, they pulled up on me. Okay, yeah, they, they definitely pulled up on me. I was in the car with him. I wasn't selling no cocaine or nothing, but like he had it, da 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 I shouldn't got in the car with him. I'm I'm done. I'm not jail. I did my time. I'm, I'm, I'm good now. And like, you just go about life and you have that experience. Mm-hmm. And like, did it take going to jail? And like, you know, yes, it did. But at the end of the day, it happened. And like, you know, you can't fault yourself for getting in the car. Like, it's like, it, it, it is what it is, you know? So, yeah. That's a lot of trains of thought to follow. <laughs> <laughs> 
because like I That's kinda how the sixth question tends to go, man. Like Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye! <laughs>